Let's come back to that subject of resilience, because um, that's kind of a core topic I've seen, you know, crop up time and time again within some of your content and within the podcast. So first off, you know, how would you define resilience? Um, let me start, I guess, by saying what I what I think resilience isn't. So I don't think resilience is about just cracking on, just getting your head down, like it's yeah. just about grit and and keeping going. Rather, I think resilience is more about um, looking after ourselves so that we can. And looking after ourselves might also include resting when you need to, to rest, understanding when you need a break to, to, to re, recharge. Um, so it very much is about looking after ourselves so we, so we can, can crack on. And sort of I have a bit of a, a mantra which goes... Um, the times when I think I don't have time to exercise are the times I need to exercise the most. Because for me, yeah. exercise is a big part of resilience, mental and, and physical. So when I feel the pressure building, I'm stressed, there's loads going on. It, it's easy to let that let that go and think, oh, just another hour at my desk instead of going to the gym. But I just fundamentally deep down know that it, that's the wrong answer. But it doesn't mean it's, yeah. it's easy. It's not always still easy to prioritize going to the gym, going for a run, riding my bike or whatever. And how do you think people can enhance their resilience then? Or do you think there's an innate ability in all of us that we have this ability to cope at a capacity? But, I mean, from your previous answer, I think you would say you can enhance it. So how do you think people can enhance their resilience? Um, that's a really good good question. We could spend the, the rest of the podcast talking about that, I guess, couldn't we? Um, let me answer it this way. That I... Um, about 18 months ago, I did a mental health first aid, um, mental health first aid, of course, through Mental Health mm. First Aid England. And in their, their workbook, they've got this really nice model what they call the, the stress container. So imagine like a container or a water butt where kind of stress flows into the top. There's a tap at the bottom. And if the tap is open and working, that represents our, our coping strategies. So it lets stress stress flow out. Sometimes helpful coping strategies, if we do them too much, can become unhelpful. So a glass of red each night might be a helpful coping strategy. If that turns into a bottle of night, probably tips into being unhelpful. <laughs> yeah. um, and then if that tap is closed, if we don't have any coping strategies, then our container will start to overflow. And that sort of leads to emotional snapping or potentially some sort of mental health uh, condition or, or, or disorder. The reason I thought to, to describe that right now is each of us has got a slightly different size container. The most unhelpful things I heard in the height of the COVID pandemic was, oh, we're all in the same boat, aren't we? We, we fundamentally weren't. Like if you was a single parent in a small inner city flat living on the 45th floor, that's very different to someone who is um, financially kind of well off living in a mm. big house kind of maybe kids at private school and not having to worry about homeschooling like we weren't in the same boat at all some people were in very not very nice super yachts others were clinging on to driftwood <laughs> yeah right so we've all got a different size container and part of what dictates the size of our our stress container and maybe how resilient we are how we respond to stress and pressure is sort of some of our childhood experiences. So if we had mm. um, particularly traumatic experiences a, as a child, that might mean we're more susceptible to, to stress in the future. And equally, if we were never exposed to challenging situations younger in our life, and if we never 
um, stumbled and then was able to to overcome some fears or challenges, then then that's not going to be helpful late, later in life. So from that, we can think, well, as a, as a parent, it's important to put, this is certainly my approach, it's important to expose my daughter to some challenging, slightly stressful situations in a controlled environment so she learns to overcome those. And the same in, in business, right? If we, as a leader, if we overprotect our, our people, if we do too much for them, if we don't let go of tasks, if we don't give them those stretch and assignments, they're, they're never going to grow and develop and become become more more resilient. So we that's just like one small way of, of doing it, but we absolutely can improve our improve our, our resilience. Mm-hmm.